Here's a podcast. I've moved things around in my room a little bit because I bought a I bought a new rug. Ooh. It was always the plan. And then I talked myself out of it. And then I was like, you know what? I got given a bunch of money for my birthday. I'm going to do it. And then I bought it. And then the next day, Jane was like, you didn't have a job waiting for you. And I was like, <laughs> of course I fucking bought the rug before. <laughs> the day before I lost my job. <laughs> I mean, I lost it and got it back without even knowing that I'd never had it. That's just the beauty of <laughs> <laughs> that is that, i think that is the sentence to to describe the film industry uh i had a job asked the question turns out i didn't have the job but i had it back before i didn't even know i didn't have it <laughs> oh god i popped so many calming tablets after that <laughs> <laughs> so as you mentioned it was your birthday not did i yeah, I didn't mention it. You said you got money for your birthday and you bought a rug. <laughs> it wasn't my birthday. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was my birthday. <laughs> and you and I, for your birthday, we, your birthday usually like fucks out. Not, not to be mean, but it fucks out. Um, or just don't make plans. Then the times that I do make plans, it fucks out. Yeah, you get like, you get sick. You've gotten sick twice now. You were on a job last year, right? Uh, yes, I was. Uh, no. It wasn't last year the year I got sick? It was. Wasn't and I was on a job. Before? Nay, it was uh -huh. last year. I was on a job. I was working. I blame the job because yeah. I had to work on a Saturday and... I didn't have lunch, and yes, I the ate garage that. pie, <laughs> the gas station chicken mayo pie. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last birthday I remember spending with you is your twenty-second. So it was really, really nice to see you on your birthday this year. Well, on the twenty-second, Jared, I'm twenty-eight now. Did we really not see each other on my birthday for that long? I can't remember. Wow, I, I, I can't remember either, actually, to be honest. So maybe you're right. Yeah, it's been a fuck long time. Um, so it was really nice to spend your birthday with you, and we got to spend your birthday at our favorite place. Doing what we love. The cinemas, watching <laughs> movies. And in particular, we watched Megan Mithrigan. Mithrigan. The Blumhouse Surprise box office hit. Holy shit. Instant I, classic. Yeah. It like almost immediately a cult classic film. Oh, I don't even know cult classic, just Yeah. But like it, it's mainstream. It's people love this movie. Um and it's very interesting to think about why people love this movie. Um and we'll discuss how we feel about this movie going further on in this podcast. But just to do some maintenance, we watched this at the VNA waterfront at Sturkinikor, the newly built Sturkinikor there that took over from the new metro upstairs, yeah. uh, which fell due to 
2020. I fucking loved the cinema. It was beautiful. It was really well laid out. It felt so technologically advanced because you walk in and there's screens everywhere. Screens on poles. Screens on poles. That's the future. <laughs> screens on poles. If your screen isn't on a pole, I don't want it. And you can walk out onto the balcony now. That was so cool. I I really... this And fuck me, the seats were so comfortable. The seats were nice. I feel like I'd also spoken to my family. I said that I'd never... I hadn't been to that new cinema. Um, and I know how fussy you are when it <laughs> comes to chairs. <laughs> um... But they said they were like, surprisingly, like the seats had like good space and they were like yes. nice seats. Yeah. I Super feel like even my spindly long legs were <laughs> fine. <laughs> so yeah, we went, so we, we, we saw Megan at Stray Kinnacle. It was a great time. It was a great way to spend your birthday. Uh, yeah. So what do you think of, of Mithrigan? Uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know if I understand. I feel like maybe, I don't know if you understand why everyone is such a big fan. I feel like, I feel like it's unintentional. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I feel like people are fans for like weird reasons. Yes. It's, it, it's very much the power of TikTok. And I feel like the marketing for this movie was done really well, but it wasn't done well on purpose. <laughs> Everything about this movie is very, as you, as you said, it, it, nothing feels like it was meant. Yeah. It was meant to go well. Like they just stumbled upon perfect marketing. They stumbled upon a like great movie. And I think it was also the perfect time because this is usually like a dead space of movies. We just had yeah. blockbusters that came out and you, and now there's not really anything that comes out between, I think, now and March. March is usually when things pick up again. Um, but it was, it was really well placed because it was a really unique film. And it was also such a nice break from the movies that had just come out. Like everything was so super big and super serious and part of a franchise. Like you had you had a big MCU film and you had a big Avatar film and and oh yes, I forgot about it. Just everything was super big, super Hollywood. And then you had this surprise hit, which was just like here's fun, here's like a fun spooky PG thirteen movie. And it did not yet a franchise, but well might soon be they have officially greenlit the, the second, second one. one let's be honest watching the trailer i feel like this film had everything i feel like averagely it would be like a recipe for a disaster yeah like let's not the first trailer i didn't even watch the first trailer with sound when it yep, first came out same and <laughs> i was just like wow this i can't hear what's happening but it looks kind of ridiculous um but i think also obviously we saw before we went like 
the internet went crazy after it like came out. Yeah, because this um, came out 17 days earlier in the States. Yeah. I don't know. Why are they doing that? No, 14 Why is this days. happening? No. 10 days. My maths is not mathsing. Well, I didn't know how... I actually didn't know that it came out earlier, but I know, like, Babylon oh. came out earlier. I don't know why... Why are we getting stuff so much later? <laughs> I feel like we're even more of a third world country than there. I mean, we have no electricity, might soon have no water. It's because. But now we have to wait for movies? It's not that we have to wait, it's that it's an American movie, so they have to release it in America first to see what it's like in the domestic box office, and then they can um, release it internationally. Well whatever floats their boat um but yeah i feel like it was it sounds bad i had low expectations Same. even after seeing that people were like oh wow megan um but i mean it was silly enough looking that i knew that i wanted to see it you know it that had, makes sense like it had such a similar recipe to malignant it, that's exactly i was like after watching it especially, I felt like, I mean, it's completely different stories, but I was like, somehow it just has the same, like, energy that Malignant had. Yep. Where it's like, you're not sure if you're wrong for enjoying it or, <laughs> or if, like, you know? It's like, <laughs> am I meant to be finding this scene hilarious? Like... I, I I will not lie. I wanted to see this because of TikTok and because people were going like, yes, this girl, Megan, she's camp, you know, work, bitch. She's slaying. She's serving. Uh, and I was like, okay, so the gays love it. <laughs> so I want to know why they love it. Um, and Everybody I loves a, a female antagonist. I the said, gays, like, at least. I, I, usually, I usually really hate doll movies. I'm not the biggest fan of Chucky. I despise Annabelle. I think it's one of the most boring things on earth. Um, and then there was that other one with that boy. The little wooden boy. Oh, yes. That one I watched. I've never watched any of the other. I've never watched was Chucky. Was that one good? Or, uh, did you not watch that? No. I feel the like boy? there was a doll, but... The doll really didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. I, so it doesn't like it. That one I feel doesn't count. There is a doll yeah. in it, but the doll is not a character. But the doll movies usually all fall flat. Um, yeah. This one was fucking great. Like the first doll movie I've ever enjoyed. Sat down in the cinema. The movie started playing. That fucking toy advert came on and I was immediately just in. I was, I was like sold, had me almost in tears. It was that funny. And they did a really good job of like making it. I know they're, a, it's a film crew that made it, but like the toy ad was so like spot on. I felt like, <laughs> you know, like when you're a child and you're watching TV and like toy ads come on like that's exactly what it felt like just obviously I mean the toy was terrifying 
Uh, yeah. But that mouth? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but there's just that way like your dog's dead and that being like one of the first lines coming out of this movie really set the tone for me. You then you see this thing and then you find out that it's called the perpetual pet. Like it'll yeah. never die. And I'm like, wow. It'll outlive you. This um, is fantastic. But I at that stage I was going, oh, this movie's going to be a train wreck. This is hilarious. I don't think I'm supposed to find this hilarious. This is going to be a train wreck. And then you see her in the car with the pet and you're like, oh, this is going to be... They're going to try and force this narrative of like, technology's bad and your phone yeah. screens, blah. But it didn't end up feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. It didn't get preachy. Uh, and then the parents die and I'm like, whoa, wasn't expecting... I also, I was like, where's that other lady? Where's the lady that I saw in the trailer? What are, who are these two people? I mean, I don't know how you feel. I felt like the start of the movie was very slow. Yeah, I was like, they were okay, in their car for a while. Like, where's Megan? Where, when do people start, like, dying? I mean, uh, obviously her parents died. Yeah, this movie, I think people only started dying in the last 15 minutes. That's when it's truly got like scary i mean basically though like i feel like it only hit its stride once like megan actually came into the picture yeah all of the stuff before that was just a bit uh like slow like there's so many scenes that are ridiculous on their own that therapist what the fuck is that about that the therapist coming to watch them. She, oh, she's oh. just here to observe you guys naturally. Like, okay, first of all, that's never going to be natural. natural. Second <laughs> of all, a therapist should not be like skiffing you looks and being like, um, I don't, mm, okay. And, and she was really judgy. And I'm like, as a therapist who's here to observe, you're making a lot of judgments. I know. I also feel like, I mean, have you ever been to a therapist? No. I, oh, I mean... I want to. From from my... Better health. <laughs> this is an ad. Um, Let's take a moment from, to talk like, about our sponsor, Better Health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say Better Health or did I say Better Help? I can't even remember. You said Better Health, but it's fine. Okay. Let's start um, a company called Better Health. <laughs> better Health. From, like, my experience, I feel like, and this is not a dig at therapists, but therapists are so, like, neutral. Yes, they're meant to be. That, like, sometimes, like, that makes me uneasy. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like this therapist was not that. She... Which I'm like, she was the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm uncomfortable because therapists are too, like, neutral. I'm now also uncomfortable because this therapist is obviously judging them. And disclosing (laughs) information that shouldn't be disclosed. Uh, Um, But then that stupid game of rolling the ball. Yeah. Fucking. I. Yes, yes. What a stupid scene. Just a, a grown adult. And a and a little girl rolling a ball between each other. 
That says a lot about their relationship, how they roll the ball to one another. I don't know. And what the therapist being like so insistent that they roll this ball towards each other. Like, fucking hell. This is weird. It's just... But I don't know how you feel about... So, obviously, the parents die. Mm-hmm. And then you go straight into, like, the sister finds out. And, like, then they're in the hospital. And then, like, next thing, they're coming home. But... And I know, like, it wasn't the point of the movie to be, like, crying over the parents. But I felt like... Like, people cared very little that, like... That sister did not give shit. About I her. know. She was like, oh, my sister's dead. Oh, well, now I've got to take care of her fucking spawn and and I need to get this deadline. It's just, I, okay, so I, I thought like I was the only one that felt, not that I wanted her to cry, but I was like, your sister's dead. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> but again, I don't think, for some reason, I feel like that wasn't the actress. I feel like it was just, Oh, no, it was definitely the, the writing because the therapist came in and was worried about the child. As a therapist, you'd probably come back in and be like, how are you dealing with your sister's death? Yeah. Imme- but then immediately she was like, "Um, you're not a fit parent. Yeah. I was like, excuse me, bitch. I'm busy grieving my sister who died. I'm sorry. Um, that therapist was so stupid. I, it's also spoiler alert. She does not die. I thought uh, she would. I had like an... I just... I thought she would die. I mean, the little girl pulled a... She pulled out some scissors again onto the therapist. She was like, I'm going to stab you, therapist. That was also wild. That little girl in her tantrum getting so violent. No, I, it, with you, I don't know. That made me... I was like, oh my God, I don't think I'll ever have children. <laughs> Not that children threaten you with scissors all the time. But you better hope your sister doesn't die and leave you with her (laughs) spawn. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine her spawn? (laughs) 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 If anybody was going to threaten anyone. No, she's not. She's not homicidal. She but my sister is not scared of putting up a fight. I feel like her spawn would not be afraid to do the same. Um, Full disclosure, also, we do like Carl's sister here. Yes, we do. But she is she's a fighter for better C- and for credit worse. Credit where credit is due. <laughs> <laughs> um my one thing that I wanted to bring up was when they arrive to the house, to her the like the sister's house, the aunt, um, they get out the car and the neighbor is busy in the next or like next door. Yes, with her power washer. The aunt was such a fucking bitch. No, <laughs> I feel like she. I mean, granted, her sister was dead. <laughs> oh well, her sister. Yeah, like she just lost her sister. But I'm like, for once, like the neighbor seemed friendly. I feel like in these movies. The people who die, I know the neighbor eventually did go, like, off the deep end. But you usually feel like you make the characters intentionally unlikable so that when they die, like, you know. Yeah, like the Watcher. It is. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. 
You mean that the series? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going, fuck, um, I hate these fucking neighbors. When yeah, I was watching they the, were the nightmares. Watcher. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And I think, like, it felt like they were going for that same vibe. But in the end, at the end of it, I was like, okay, she's, okay, she's getting, like, water and chemicals onto your garden. That kind of sucks. But the fence is not her fucking, yeah. that's like a joint thing. There's a and hole, also, a hole. The you neighbor, work together as neighbors to fix it. Fix it. The neighbor was also being so, like, like friendly. Yeah. And this, the aunt was just, like, not having it. Um, Which, again, then I'm also like, maybe she wasn't being a bitch. Maybe, like, that was the emotion, like, of her sister passing away that, like, you never actually really, like yeah. I said, it felt like nobody cared that the parents were dead. Maybe, like, that was their way of showing it. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is, why are you being so rude? Yeah, that, that was one of the weak points, is making the neighbor seem like a bitch, but then actually not really justifying her absolutely uh, insane death. Yeah, Holy I mean... hell. Speaking of the deaths, this movie was PG-13, I believe. Yes. Um, which also, obviously, like, limited how... Because the deaths were all kind of, like, messed up. Yes. But at the same time, it was really... Like, toned down. Yeah. Yes, that's the word, I, that the phrase I was looking for. Do you wish that... It had been more. So I've seen a theory amongst quite a few uh, film critics and film reviewers that I I took note of before watching the movie. And while we were watching the movie, I understood what they meant when they say that they feel like this movie was shot with an R rating and then edited down to a PG-13. There are moments where it feels like some sections have been cut out uh, when the neighbor dies. It's the, you can, you can almost feel that there's some strategic editing. Uh, Sometimes it feels like the characters are on the brink of swearing or like they dubbed what was meant to be a swear word because you could hear there was some audio dubbing within this movie. And it feels like they all they did was dub over like some swearing that people were doing where people yeah. were dropping the F-bomb because I think you're only allowed to do it once and I think Megan did it once at the end. She called her like an ungrateful bitch or something like that. Like when the when the, the big boss man, the CEO guy dies. Yeah. You see blood spray, but you usually they would shoot it in a way where you can see him being stabbed, but there's no blood, but they... They cut it in a way where you saw blood spray, but you didn't see the actual killing. So I'm like, there's a shot yeah. missing here. So that's it, it does definitely feel like it had been edited down um, and some some darker scenes were removed. Maybe we'll get an R rating cut. I would love to see like, I would the also director's be cut. Interested to like see that. But I, I fear that then it would make it 
a little bit more bad? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like I get what you mean. Because like, think... thinking of Malignant, some of those deaths were gruesome as fuck. Yeah. And it just didn't kind of like line up with no, it made the rest of the yeah, because it's like really low stakes, and then all of a sudden gruesome scene. Yeah, yeah. And Megan could have fallen into that trap. So I, I think it was smart that they edited this way. Um, it definitely opened up their target audience. Uh, younger people can watch this and enjoy it without there being these like gruesome things. It was very smart. I think it was correct that they edited it down to PG-13. Um, it made the movie, and here's where my, what my feeling about this film is, them cutting it down to PG-13 made the movie camp, and I feel like the whole, like, this movie's place in the world is that it's a movie that was made by a bunch of straight people, and they unknowingly discovered Made, like, what it means to make a camp movie <laughs> yeah i wouldn't call this a slasher but if you watch like those type of movies yeah the deaths can all become quite like samey between yes. all of them not that i want to see <laughs> more unique deaths <laughs> but <laughs> um first of all i don't i didn't think that that kid was gonna die I Spoiler didn't, alert. Yeah, same. That kid dies. Um, but that whole, like, ear stretching thing. Oh, why was it so stretchy? <laughs> I, I felt like it was both terrifying, but incredibly, like... New and fresh. Showy. Yes. You know, like, it was r both ridiculous, but actually quite scary. Yeah. Um... I don't know if you would consider that camp, but I was like, that's quite like over the top for me. I felt like you're getting seeing into like an the ear Jason stretch X that much area. Yeah, I'm also like, this is meant to be scary, but I'm also like, wow, that's a stretchy <laughs> ear, <laughs> and it has me questioning, like, are ears that stretchy? <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> Can that really happen? Kind of want to know, but I also don't want to go home and Google that because I don't want to see that. Yeah, I in also real life. don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I get what you mean. I also don't want to see it. Just watching it there was enough, and now I will maybe just believe that ears do that. Yeah, I mean the the deaths, as you as you were saying, they were. I they are kind of unique. Um. First off, you have the dog, which you don't 100% know what she did with the dog. Um, Except that she buried it. Yeah. So you only, you find out eventually that she asked you, okay, she did kill the dog. Um, but you don't see it. You don't hear it, which is great. Yeah. Um, so. I don't want to see that. No, I, I was worried. I was, when she started plotting against the dog, I was going, yeah. oh no. Oh no. Um, and then she kills the neighbor with a power washer, which was insane, unique, uh, disgusting. I was, wow. <laughs> That's all I can say about that one. And then, do the assistants die? 
No, because they arrive uh, after they oh, like yes. destroyed Megan. Okay, I, with the okay, yeah, okay. Now I remember. Thank you. I was surprised. I did not know that that Brian Jordan Brian Elv. Oh yes, I did not know that he was in it. Mm. I think I, I saw the day before we went um, him in the credits, and I was like, oh. Good for him. He's got a, a a part in this movie. I didn't yeah. expect it was going to be that big of a part. Fashion. Yeah, I thought <laughs> he wouldn't last. I didn't think he would last that to long, honest, let alone though, last the whole movie. If we were ever going to watch a movie with with fashion, you gay guy in a movie, it was going to be this. Yeah. Like his presence just made it even more camp. If you know who he is and know his character. Exactly. I mean, I felt like in this movie, he wasn't, I don't think he was particularly like, not that I'm saying, <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he, he didn't play he, into his, yes, his exactly. comedy. He was quite like. He was properly acting. It was like. Not that I've watched. I think he's acted in like other stuff before too. Um, Didn't special. he act in that? Um, yes. And I've never watched that. So I don't know what he was like in that. Very much but I, similar to what he usually does. Oh, you, like for me, this was me watching him in like a new light. Yes, same. Um, which I was like, I'm kind of happy for him. Yeah, I know yeah. that he's had like other acting gigs, but like this is good. I don't know why, but it, for me, it was like, oh, you can actually, like, seriously act. Like, you can do serious yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. I So that's how I felt. I mean, it's very different from, like, a YouTube video, which I do find a lot of his stuff, like, good. But, oh, yeah, top tier. Um, I mean, I often say fashion, <laughs> you into that. <laughs> um, fashion, you into that? <laughs> um, but... Yeah, it was just surprising to see him in this and see him act in a way that I had not seen him act before. Yeah, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just go type in Brian Jordan Alvarez fashion. Have you watched that one where he hangs a jacket on an imaginary hook? Yes, and when, it when <laughs> three, it's when like three gays meet in the hallway or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then brunch I mean, yeah yeah i love his um, skits the the one um one of the best is is when they're like are you standing in line oh yes i know that <laughs> one too <laughs> and then don't they end up like doing stuff yeah she's like i own you now <laughs> go pick up my laundry <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i do, i also feel like that's like Back in the D, like skits, which yeah, that's, just that's shit that we were watching in in our after like days. When, yeah, um, it was nice to see him here. Yeah. Um, Heartwarming, <laughs> wholesome. But I just goes to prove. No, actually, that would be an insult to him to say. Well, we could be there too one day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Megan, the sequel. We are both available. Mephorgan. We are. We will clear our schedules. Just let us know if you want us in the sequel. There were some parts of this movie that really made me laugh out loud. I 
guffawed at her charging station. I thought that was hilarious. Just she sits down I, and goes, boom. Didn't know, was that like established or did she just sit down on that thing and like we were all just meant to assume that that was her charging station? Yes, we were just like, oh. a, like a wireless phone charger. It was great. At first, I thought I had missed that. And I was like, <laughs> it was just disgust. And then when she gets mauled by the dog, both like inside I was battling. Some of this was terrifying. Some of it was absolutely hilarious. Watching a doll just be limp and get bashed around. By a dog. I didn't find that. I I did not find it funny, but it didn't really hit from, you know, like I was indifferent. The thing that killed me was when she stood (laughs) up and and the wig. (laughs) Just twigs and then... Because she stands um, up and then she looks, and it's just I think so funny. It helps the fact that, like, she is a robot, and so she doesn't properly, like, portray emotion. Yeah. I think that just, like, because she's, like, quite dead in the eyes, I feel like. Obviously, she's a robot, but, um, yeah, it's, for it's, some reason. reminds me of those mannequin head videos from Vine. Mannequin head videos. Remember when those girls would dress up in hoodies? Oh and yes, wear the mannequins. Them... Yeah. Um. I yes, it does have that kind of. Because especially at the vibe. end, when when she's fighting with the aunt, and the aunt splashes her with a little bit of water, and she like freezes. Oh yes. And then the aunt crawls away, and she sort of, she like glitches. And it's like, and then she looks at her. I, I took me out of it again. I started laughing when this was like a serious scene. You picture those girls like John saying. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like I admire the little girl that was inside. (laughs) Or that like, that was Megan. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, and I was speaking to my sister about it. Obviously, Aaron hasn't watched it. But I said, I would imagine that that little girl inside had to wear like mm-hmm. a mask. I don't think that she was did. CGI. No, that was not CGI. Um, it was because Aaron was impressive. like, I'm sure it's CGI. And I just, I was like, I don't know. I'm just really impressed that a little girl, like, dealt with that also the fact that she was kind of a main role i've worked on shows where people have had their face covered by like masks and things of like a similar nature and people you never know if they're like being drama queens or if it really is difficult personally i would think it's quite difficult to stand around all day with something like that on your face but the fact that like this I'm assuming she was a little girl. She looks like a little girl. Maybe she's an adult who's just really small, but <laughs> still. <laughs> I I don't know. We can fact check that after the show. Um, but I know there were a couple people playing Megan. I don't know who voiced her. But that Oh, I know who weird. voiced her. Um, well, obviously she was meant to sound like a robot. Yeah. I don't know what the real girl sounds like, but... I've seen like a lot of stuff about her popping up on Instagram now, which I'm also just like, get it, you know? Yeah, I'm just happy for everyone who's 
was a part of this film. I don't know if they joined this film and thought, like, when they joined, like, this is going to be a hit. <laughs> or if they thought, like, oh, my God, this is fucking shit. And I hope it's everyone just gets, like, a being, bonus. Like, you guys are now part of something that really just... It should have been a disaster, but it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, you all... <laughs> Um, this this could have been a train wreck. This could have been a Disney movie, like a Disney Channel original movie. This mm-hmm. it it had so many right ingredients to go wrong, and it didn't. And it's so fucking refreshing to see. Yeah, I so I'm just like I know it's not. Um, I don't really. I'm. What am I trying to say? Like, I'm not saying that I care about, like, female... Mm-hmm. Like, female-led movies are, like, better than male-led movies. Obviously, you know that I think I do tend to, like, lean towards female-led movies. Yeah. But I'm just, like, there were so many ladies in this film, and, like, I don't think you often see, like, scary movies with, like, a majority female-led cost yeah and... where the where the female usually when there is like a scary movie that is a female-led thing it's usually the main female is just screaming and crying and yeah a florence and Pugh i feel Midsummer. like oh well actually now that i think about that i didn't think about florence Pugh, but there were so many women in this movie which yeah. was like um not that it's a, a take that James Cameron feminist movie. <laughs> have, <laughs> have you seen his thing about feminists or feminism? No. <laughs> How he said that he believes Avatar way of the water does more for feminism than Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman did because, because one of his main characters is a pregnant woman. I don't know, like, when feminism became a competition (laughs) or what that has to do with anything, but that's what he said. shut up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you thought those movies were feminist? Well, (laughs) let me tell you. I mean... (laughs) My movie is extra feminist. Oh, (laughs) He quite literally cut down Zoe Saldana's character in that second film. Did he? She does not nearly play as much as a role as she did in the first one. Um, You see, it gets taken over by his the the son. So like the two main people are actually the son and the father. This is more about that than that pregnant lady, which was played by Kate Winslet. Didn't really do much. <laughs> well, Jared, James believes that <laughs> that did a lot for feminism. <laughs> um, okay, James. <laughs> he but... made Kate Winslet hold her breath for seven and a half minutes. <laughs> feminism. <laughs> Women can hold their breath. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That is quite impressive. Oh. Female or not, I find that quite... <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking terrifying, the fact that you should even have to be put in that situation where you have to do that. Uh, <laughs> apparently she like, came up off she came up 
for air and was like, am I dead? <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. I mean, I love... Uh, uh, you know what? I just realized that, like, she... <laughs> Titanic and this. Dude, I didn't even draw the connection. That's why I'm saying um, you need to see Avatar 2, because you need to see how to, similar it is to Titanic. Um, which, it's just like, how can I love Titanic as much as I do, and just have such like, a bad relationship with James Cameron. About the direct. <laughs> um, Separate the art from the artist, but we are separating our discussion at the moment from Megan. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, Is Megan oh, yes, a feminist uh, icon? You know, it's hard to say. <laughs> I <laughs> personally, oh my god. Um, I don't know. I don't know if. At the end of the day, do we think that Megan was. I don't know if she, she was ever truly, like, bad. She did what she was supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, you, um, that's the thing with, that, like, AI movies. It's always the same thing. They realize we are the problem. I guess. And they're like, you fucking weaklings. Gotta yeah. wipe you out. Destroy all humans. That's always... The, the, I mean, yeah, AI. that is like the the shtick. Yeah. Um. Uh. Also, when it comes to the the dance scene, mm. see that um, was pretty random in the trailer. I felt like it was pretty random in the movie too. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. I feel like most people came to watch this movie because of that dance. Of the, yeah, and they wanted to know where does this fit in. And the answer is it doesn't really fit in. The dance was random. Titanium was random. I mean, the songs. Yeah, the songs were quite like weird. The voice actor is a singer. Okay. Um. So I think maybe, maybe that's why she sang so much. I actually she didn't sing that much, but she. Like, those song pieces were random. The song choices were random. I understand the singing. It's a children's toy. Children's toys sing. Titanium. What a (laughs) bop. Really slowly as a bedtime. Also, what were the other songs? She sang, I think she sang, like, three songs throughout the movie. There was one in the beginning that I did not know. Then there was Titanium, and then there was one that that you knew. I felt like I had a point before her, like, whole singing. Oh, the dancing. The yeah. dancing. Um, yeah. I mean, when you watch the trailer... Oh, my God. What just... Oh, S-com. it's load shedding. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We got an eco flow. Uh, what's an eco flow? Uh, big fucking battery. Not sponsored. Oh, oh. EcoFlow are not, they're not getting any free advertising for me, even though I think they're fucking brilliant. Um, See, would Megan work in South Africa? Would she be able to no. charge? What is her Where would charge she charge? Time? <laughs> <laughs> Where would she charge? <laughs> Megan just wakes uh, up um, in the middle of the night twice sometimes. Uh, <laughs> she goes, wait, um, what's happening? Why do I feel so tired? <laughs> 
You yeah, wake no, up your I Megan's go... on the floor because she fell over. <laughs> she, yeah. she wasn't able to charge. Well, I think if we all bought enough Megan's, maybe they could do something to fuck up Escom and fuck it up so much that they fix it. Um, <laughs> maybe the Megan's will run Escom. I don't know. They would probably Me- do a better Megan job. Megan has released an essay. A week later, all the Megan's have banded together to fix the the electrical system of South Africa because they can't well, take it anymore. Point, Megan may be the only one who can save us. Um, yeah, the dance scene, I felt like in the trailer, it was pretty random. In the movie, it was pretty random. Yeah. It... Because, I mean, often in trailers, like, people... I mean, you're watching, like, a chopped up... What is that? Swedish fish. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) um, she, yeah, like you are watching like random clips of the movie put together. And I, for some reason in my head, I was like, in the actual film, maybe it will make more sense. It didn't. But watching it, like all of that happen in like one continuous flow. It was kind of badass. Mm. It was random, but I was like, "Oh, wow!" I kind of am <laughs> showgirl. Like, <laughs> yeah, Dance I'm number. This, this um, was choreographed. I just also love the fact that she just like rips that um, mm. um, paper, the paper cutter, guillotine. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, she just rips it right off, and it becomes a sword. Uh, but I <laughs> just machete. didn't. A machete. I didn't picture all of it happening the way that it did. That's another thing, like, towards the end, with the whole, like, launch situation. Yeah. I felt like it didn't... I felt like it was supposed to be a big thing, and then it didn't look like it was a big thing, but they wanted it to be a big thing, and I was like... I'm so confused by what's happening. Like, what is the vibe that you're going for? What is this event? Um, and then she hops in that Ferrari. Just drives away. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to get a shot of her driving the Ferrari. That would have made it. I, I want to see Megan behind the steering wheel of a Ferrari. Oh, I need um, it so bad. But that was quite... I didn't expect it. And it, I felt like it just made it all more random than what I had originally pictured it. Yeah. What I will say about Megan, talking about the trailer, I'm really glad that the trailer does not give away the movie. It's not like, oh, the trailer was different to what the movie actually was. It was proper, this trailer enticed me, I came to watch the movie, and I had a great time because the, the story wasn't told to me. When we sat down to watch Megan and we watched the trailers I played beforehand, that trailer for the movie Plane, it oh. felt like it was going on forever. I felt like I'd already seen the movie twice. It was just the same shit. It was just, it, it told the whole story. It was a cuck trailer. And... The trailer for Megan was great. The marketing was great. They didn't give away anything. Uh, like, also at the same time, I feel like with a movie like Megan, there is only so... There is only so... 
much that could happen that you wouldn't expect. Like it is like yes, like a doll slash robot slash AI goes rogue. Yeah, which, you, you know or, the premises, but you don't know the scenes. No, what's go- yeah, exactly. And that's um, that's the perfect trailer. Which also, I'm like, is there? Because we have Chucky, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I think it's like a different situation. I think, uh, like, it, it, but there's but there's so many iterations of Chucky. Yeah, um, which I get all of their like videos on my YouTube feed, and sometimes <laughs> I'll watch them, like this the series. Did you just burp? Yes. Oh, I actually heard it. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um that it is fucking wild <laughs> what is happening in the show um but yeah i feel like megan i i want to say like megan felt fresh but honestly i haven't watched any of those other like i've never watched any of those other movies so i can't even say it's but fresh. it just was it was entertaining yeah it, no, it definitely was nice and fresh. Certified fresh. <laughs> the whole, like, ripping her hair out scene. <laughs> <laughs> she looked a bit like that guy from the Rocky Horror <laughs> Picture Show. She did. <laughs> that nice, bold patch. <laughs> that, like, it was great. I, yeah, it just, I've it, especially towards the end as she became, like, more deranged, it just felt, like, so much more exciting. And then when it, her just face like, came off and she was wild. just those like sensors, that was yeah, that was actually pretty creepy. It was like a good, I want to say death scene. She yeah. uh, she didn't die. Like we all know, she didn't. She uploaded herself die. to the house assistant, which you know I am all for Megan. I think it's great. Does it deserve a sequel? I think so. Mm. Do I worry about the sequel? Hell I yeah. Do. There's no ways that they can miss, like accidentally make a hit movie like this again. Yeah. Also, there's just kind of like the whole thing of like, I feel they were an accidental hit. Yeah. But like when you try and force what made your last movie like an accidental hit and yeah. it becomes like intentional, that's when it's like... And then they try again um, with a third installment, which then goes... Absolutely, hey, like that shit crazy. She yeah. goes to space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I no, honestly, I like I that. hope that the second one comes out and it does just we'll as well. Two more years, and then we'll see. Um, I I fear purely based off of what, um, the team have said about the film when asked uh, why why do they think it uh, resonates so much with the LGBTQI plus community. Um, and they said that because the movie, like most LGBT people, uh, is about found family and they can resonate with choosing your family and not. But, and I was like, no, that's not why gay people love this movie. That's I not why not it's doing so well with the queers. <laughs> the queers love it because the it's it's camp and she slays. That's it. <laughs> wow. I didn't know. It's not that deep. No, they they literally <laughs> had this like deep theory as to why it resonates with queer people, and it was so wrong. That's a little. <laughs> 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 I 
Good luck to them. I wish them all the best. <laughs> Happy 75th Hunger Games. Oh, um, wow. There's a lot. Like, Megan is one of those movies that you could have a conversation with a stranger about. Like, if you if you were at a party and you didn't know anyone there, and you go, have you seen Megan? And they go, yeah. You immediately will have something to speak about. There are so I many scenes to talk about. You should just go to the party and start recreating her dance scene and see who comes up and speaks. To I you can't move my body, body like that. <laughs> I also I like can't move my body. I mean, I try to do it for Geraldine. My whole, my favorite thing is that whole like her head doesn't move. Swirl. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm a Every pretty princess. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, that twirl just gets me. I'm like, do it again, do it again. Maddie Ziegler um, could never. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't ask her to. I'm glad. Imagine if it was her, off. it would be not nice. But I definitely I get what you mean. Like a lot. Like we haven't even spoken about the fact that she ran like a horse girl. That was fucking ridiculous. Yes, I. It was also unnecessary. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> ah, I'm getting into my animal instincts. Um, also, I hate, I don't know why that makes it so much more terrifying than just being chased like a normal person. Because her head was facing up and you know that that is naturally uncomfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't. She's flexible. Megan does her <laughs> stretches every morning and every evening. Um... <laughs> I think Megan was a very enjoyable film. Would I, or would you, would we uh, encourage people to go see it in the cinema? Yeah. I would definitely. I would. would I watch it a second time? In the cinema? Maybe no. not. I don't think so. The only reason I would watch it in the cinema again was if I was taking people to go see it and largely just watching their reactions <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think i think once you've seen it i think it's got rewatch at home value yeah yeah it's like, I, I i walked out thinking you know if this was a netflix movie it would have been like a very good netflix movie yeah. But because but this is a Blumhouse film, so it's like a decent Blumhouse film. Let's get on to our ratings of the film. What do you, what would you give Megan out of 5 stars? Um I feel like I would give it three and a half to 4. Oh, okay. What would you give it? I would give it a strong 4. Solid 4. Very entertaining. Yeah. I feel like it, yeah, maybe it is more of a four than a three and a half. <laughs> um, and then what, what, what would you, what would you review this movie as? I think I would just say Megan is the moment. Megan is fun. Straight people accidentally invented camp. Okay. I would say came for the dancing, stayed for the covers. <laughs> I am <laughs> we we bloody enjoyed Megan, and I think it's time to get into some reviews. Let's see what other people said about Megan. 
Um, I got all my reviews from Letterboxd, as usual, which is my favorite plush. Uh, Carl, you said that you... Also got mine from Letterboxd. I just felt like the Google ones were too recent to be unhinged yeah. just yet. It's, I mean, um, this is a week after we saw it, which was three days after it came out. So we're still sitting within its first two weeks in the yeah. box office. It's only been out internationally for three and a half weeks, I think. So it's still new. Fresh. Yeah. At the time of this recording. A lot of these are just like silly. It's yeah. not really like a review of the movie. Um, I have my first one, which is two and a half stars from Holly. Mm-hmm. And it says Gaslight Gatekeep Girlbot. <laughs> but it's all like <laughs> with a bunch of numbers. Did you see that one? I saw that one. That was funny. Gatekeep Girlbot. Right. Well, no, Gatekeep. Gaslight Gatekeep Girlbot. <laughs> but it's all like the S's are fives and the I's are ones and. I love it. It was just cute. My first review is the first review that you see on Letterboxd, because I thought it was funny. Yeah. This is three and a half stars by Patrick. Um, I love that this movie only introduces one other kid character, and the kid is so shitty that the entire audience is immediately like, fuck that kid, I hope Megan kills him good. (laughs) That's true. There is no, like, other main child. And he was a twat. I didn't expect him to die, though. It was, I mean, we've spoken about that before. Children dying, you don't often see that. No, I thought he was going to get his ass beat. Yeah, I also thought so. But got his ear ripped off and run over by a car. Oof. My next one is four stars, and it's by either, you would pronounce it Lewis or Louie. Chucky had to work so hard for queer icon status. <laughs> And here comes Miss Megan, an instant legend. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This movie, (laughs) I don't know if it's what brought this movie on. You know, those monster high dolls, which are just like, they're like fashionable, but really like creepy. They're like from the Um, Bratz family, right? I don't know if they're from the Bratz family, but okay. like a lot of people collect them. Mm-hmm. After watching this movie, I was like, I have such a strong urge to like co- like collect <laughs> creepy, fashionable dolls. I want to buy a doll now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when Barbie comes out, if Margot Robbie Barbies come out, wow, I don't never... care. Margot Robbie Bobby. Margot Robbie Barbie. Like, Margot. Margot. Margot like Robbie. That. I like the way that sounds. Margot Robbie Barbie. Margot Robbie Barbie. Um, I'm buying. I'm buying them. <laughs> and I'm glad. You can buy two. <laughs> one for me. Two, baby. I want a Margot Robbie Barbie. I do not care that I am a 28-year-old man. I'm going <laughs> to fucking buy one. Um, Got my own rug yeah. money. <laughs> what? You got your own your rug own money? Your own rug money? Oh, <laughs> Well, we have until July, so hopefully I have more money than just rug money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's your next one? My next review is a four-star review by Ayo. I can't believe I'd never actually seen a movie until I seen Megan. Wow, this is the first movie I've seen with my eyes. Wow, I'm giving it four stars, but I know in my heart this was a 10 out of 10. I'm going to make my children watch this. I'm going to have children just so I can make them watch this. 
of child is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> Raised it's by all Megan. I can say. Start teaching them the choreography from young. We want to see. <laughs> Did you see the um, red carpet events where they had all the dancers dressed like Megan? I I feel like I've seen so many places with like there was like a football game or something where all the cheerleaders were dressed like Megan. There was a drag feel... queen who also did a Megan number. That was pretty just, good. She's, again, she's just like an icon. Yep, immediate legend. For people to get on that train so fast and dress up and do numbers like her, like it's giving me WandaVision vibes. <laughs> At one point, like, I feel like all the drag queens were doing, yep. like, Agatha and... Wanda. Um, yeah. But moving on to my next review. This one has no stars, and it's by someone named Ivy. And they say, why'd they style her like an Orthodox Jewish woman? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, I felt like the styling was interesting. Yeah. It was kind of... Uh, it was very dull. Yeah, it was just, it was a choice. But it was kind of boring, dolls, but... Like, uh, if you look at porcelain yeah. dolls, they're all dressed like an Orthodox Jewish woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are the creators the of... Or, <laughs> um, My yeah. next review is a three and a half... Three and a half star review by Joe. Malignant's little sister. Megan leans into its absurdity and delivers way more laughs than scares, which for some may be a downer, but it's brimming with so much personality that it's almost impossible not to have fun. That being said, I can't help but think that this would have been what this would have been like if they had an R rating. Feels like a slight missed opportunity to really go full unhinged. Regardless, I'm all in on 2023 Megan takeover and I'm hopeful we see more of her in the future. And I thought that was a solid review. Perfect. It hit all yeah. the notes. I mean, that's quite like succinct. My next review is a four star from Adri. Adri. Mm -hmm. And they say, ah, yes, the holy trinity of dolls. Megan, Barbie, and Renesme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Renesme. <laughs> I want to see a horror movie with Renesme. I want to see Megan re edited with Renesme's face. Face. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, don't even know how you. Given in the beginning when they got Megan's face all fucked up in that little smirk on the oh, side yes. before her yeah. head blew up. That was very Renesme vibes. That was very Renesme. <laughs> it's a nod. Um, <laughs> here's a five-star review by Kevin Porter. It is a long one. One day when my grandchildren ask me, where were you on January 6th? I'll proudly say, I was at Megan opening night. And they'll say, no, on January 6th, 2021, dummy. And I'll say, what? My hearing ain't so good these days and start blasting Spring Springsteen bootlegs from my violet tooth speaker to drown them out and live out the rest of my days as a weird old man, unbothered. We're snakes on a plane in this little bit, but honestly, the movie seems like it was already what we wanted it to be. Shouts to the guy at the Grove Scream laughing. <laughs> Unofficial hype man for Theater 3. Maforgan, here we come. A perfect film. Five stars. Wow. I feel like that was... Uh, <laughs> A little bit of a fever dream of a review. 
I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Some of these sentences um, don't make sense. Shouts to the guy at the Grove, scream laughing. Oh, shouts to the guy at the Grove, scream laughing. Unofficial hype man for Theater 3. I guess the Grove is a place and he was scream yeah. laughing in the back of the cinema. That girl was... in the back of the cinema who was like, oh, that made me laugh. Oh, I feel like I vaguely remember that. That was funny. I forget where it was, though. But I also felt like it was at a point that just paired with that, it was quite funny. Yes. With, like, what we had just seen on screen. Yeah. Um, My next one is Three and a Half Stars by Gabby. And Gabby says, If you cared so much about your dog, you wouldn't let him sleep outside, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> True. Dogs <laughs> should be able to sleep inside. Inside. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's what I thought whilst I was watching it. And I knew that Megan was coming for the dog. I was yeah. like, why would you let him sleep outside? Um, and this, my last review is a three star review by super relax. Attention gaze. <laughs> Megan ate and she is giving. Megan is period. Ah, uh, not period. Uh, Megan is serving diva hunty fierceness. She's diva and hunty and she's working fiercely. Megan is not tired, corny, and played out. I have to be real and tell you, Megan is not cringe. She's so based. Megan slays the house down boots. Your fave could never. Now go and TikTok this tea. Slay, period. <laughs> Diva. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know. I would love... That was... Like quite intense i don't know if it makes <laughs> sense to you but that makes sense to me it's a whole different language and i would love yeah. to like go to like a super straight town and like read that to someone i mean i'm not gonna lie I, like i'm not straight and i'm not fully sure that i <laughs> understand <laughs> what half of the stuff you were saying the parts that i She's serving. Yes. She's not cringe. <laughs> She's base. That's based? the one. That's the one sentence I don't understand. That she's based, and they spelled be real as in like b dot real as in like the app. Oh. Uh, but um, yeah, Megan's not cringe. She's so based is the only one that she I do not understand. But maybe that's because so I'm an old man. We're not. Very hip with the young ones these yeah. days. Three employees um, in my office are born in the year 2000. Oh, my word. And makes me... You're feel, old. I know. <laughs> Did I discuss with you, this is going off topic, but, yeah. like, we are at the age where celebrities that we become fans of are younger than us. I'm just thinking yeah. about the days when I was in my Disney phase and like all those kids on Disney Channel were older than me. And it felt like not weird to be like, oh, they're so cool. But now I'm like looking at like an 18 year old and being like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, we're going like Jenna Ortega. Yeah, she's like a teenager. <laughs> I'm like, it just feels weird. Um, yeah, the fact that we're probably 10 years older than Jenna Ortega. And we dedicate so like, like, podcast oh, yeah. segments to her. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Jenna. You're so cool. I want to be you when I grow up. Never mind the fact that you're like fucking 
so young in comparison to me. And I am What have I achieved? (laughs) (laughs) This is my last review. And it is... Why does it have a heart next to it? Does that mean you liked it? No, that means they liked the film. Oh, um, okay, so... This is three and a half stars from Anna. And Anna says... I know her and Azalea Banks would have the craziest beef. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that gets me. Azalea Banks, because she would, (laughs) she would have the craziest beef with the robot doll. Yeah, Um, posting those Instagram stories about Megan, (laughs) and I, I just love that. And that was my last review. Thank you. That was great. I am super impressed that we went to the same platform and didn't get and any didn't of the get same any reviews. of the same. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go there more often now. What do you have to recommend? Oh yes, um, it is that time. It is. I have brought. So I have a song this week to recommend called "Clutter" by Jessica Winter, featuring Lynx. And Wait, then by who? Jessica Winter. Jessica Winter. Oh, yes. I feel yes. like you've sent me your stuff before. Yeah. I have. And then um, my second recommends is actually another podcast uh, called If Books Could Kill. It's really, really, really good. Um, it's about like uh, airplane library books and these books that are, su- it's all about pseudoscience books. And how dangerous pseudoscience books can be because a lot of them are just like, you're poor because you choose to be poor. Did you say airplane books? Yeah, like airplane library books. Like if you go to to the airport, or, sorry, I meant, oh, like, say, oh, I meant to say okay. airport. It, like when you go to the airport and then you see all these books at the bookstore and they're usually like all these self-help books. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's a now podcast I understand about that. What you're saying. At first I was like, why have I never been on an airplane that has a library? Also, what a airport. strange place to put it. Because like, would you be able to finish the book by the end I of mean, the flight? How many times have you gotten on a flight and been like, damn, I don't have a book? Uh I try not to read when oh. I'm I try not to read in general. (laughs) Um, I'm allergic to words on pages. That is not Um, him. That does not slay. Books are so out. (laughs) Right now, we're really into, I don't know, brewing your own kombucha on planes. You get on the plane, and instead of getting like eye masks, toothbrush, and socks, you get a self, a DIY I'm, kombucha brewing. I'm kit. just picturing because kombucha <laughs> itself is already like it's it's a it's anxiety inducing having to open a bottle of kombucha. That's just gonna Ugh. explode. Imagine in the Love this with cabin pressure. Imagine the smell in an enclosed, in a tin box in the sky. And everybody's drinking kombucha. And there's there's the smell of old kombucha that's been messed. The smell of just feet. Just, yep, ferment. On top of the OG feet smell that you probably may smell. Yeah, sorry, we veered off there. 
that's those are my recommendations. If books could oh, kill, oh. I'm clutter by Jessica Winter. What are your recommendations? Um, my recommendations are um, a song by Julia Wolf. Hey. It's called Hinge Boy. Oh, like the which, dating app. I I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah, not a boy I who's think. like got really good. <laughs> Your elbows hinge really, really well. <laughs> I can just open and close you like a door, and and you don't even squeak. Um, I want to recommend. It's a bit of an old one, New Girl. Hey, I'm rewatching it now with my gran, um, because my grandma's never watched it, and we were trying to find something to watch, and she was like. What's that? So I was like, you know what? Haven't watched it in so long. It was so. I just fucking love all of them. It's a good. Everybody show. in that show. Um, I can't speak for like the later seasons. I feel like I stopped at some point, but like, I also did. I stopped at like first season three. seasons. The first seasons were so good. I know they changed so the theme song, which was fucking stupid. Wait, what theme song do you know? Well, no, they, they, um, like the opening was that, like, who's that girl? And then, yeah. like, all the pieces, and then, and then they changed it to just the song and then title cards. Oh, oh. I mean, now when I watch it, sometimes it's like a different opening. Like, I've seen three different openings so far. Yeah, yeah. They, but it's all live action. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they yeah. change it to fully just character cards. Oh, yeah. Oh thank you God, for listening to this episode. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about Megan. Uh, you can contact us via our Instagram. If you are old and you want to email us your thoughts, you can email us your thoughts. <laughs> Just follow our link tree in our Instagram bio and in the show notes, I think. If you want to get in contact with Carl or follow him on Instagram, you can... His username is... Uh, oh. No? Am I saying it? No, you uh, yes. Carly... <laughs> Carly underscore Quinn. <laughs> and if you want and to you? find me on the internet, I'm Jamdar underscore RW in all platforms. And you can follow the podcast. Oh, at Dumpster Salad Pod. <laughs> is there an underscore in there? No, nope, like Dumpster Salad Pod in all platforms. Howdy do. <laughs> that's a hell. That's a greeting, not a goodbye. <laughs> that's a holiday. <laughs> Ahoy, cheerio, matey. <laughs> Howdy do. I don't know where I. <laughs> huh? Howdy do. That's from The Simpsons. Howdy huh? doodly. <laughs> Halle Berry. Oh, <laughs> huh? Huh? oh Halle. Oh, oh yeah. Halle. Okay. Bye-bye. Why a podcast? That sounds so stupid. Why this is a podcast? No shit, this is a po- podcast.